This episode is brought to you by Acadiana Mana, located in Mandeville, Louisiana. Acadiana Mana brings you their Cajun heritage and love of cooking directly to your home or your event, bringing you your classic southern dishes such as corn and crab bisque, shrimp etouffee, chicken and sausage gumbo, pralines, and so much more. So why not treat your family or friends to a delicious Cajun dinner or book a customized catering package for your next event. Visit AcadianaMana.com. Okay, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. This is the Hospitality Collection podcast. Uh, Today, I'd like to introduce Amanda Price with Amanda Price Events. Uh, Thank you so much for being here today with us, Amanda. One thing I want to say before we start is Amanda is truly one of the most incredible planners uh, in our industry. Uh, but more than that, she's a great person as well. Um, she's an incredibly just hard worker, uh, determined, and, and ultimately, Amanda, you are a go-getter. So uh, thank you so much for being here. So before, Amanda, we get into the business world, tell me, tell me a little bit about Amanda Price. Well, good morning, and thank you, Rob, for all those wonderfully sweet things that you just said. I really appreciate it, mm-hmm. and um, I'm super excited to be a partner in this with you and uh, be a part of this podcast today, so thanks for having me. So a little bit about me. I am born and raised in New Orleans, well, a suburb right outside, so okay. in Kenner. Um, I lived there my entire life until Katrina. I actually was a Katrina senior, so I ended up finishing my senior year of high school in Dallas. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, which was like a really great thing for learning and, and experiencing new things as a senior. I can see that now in hindsight, but of course then, you know, I was like, this is terrible. Um, but yeah. um, I came back to LSU, and I went to school. I actually thought I was going to be a doctor, so I have a biology degree and a chemistry and psychology minor. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, you know have a very varied background um, in terms of like what led me here to being um, Amanda Price today. So I live in New Orleans. I mean, I live in Mandeville now. So my husband and I moved here about three years ago. We bought a house. um, So yeah, so we lived in Lakeview for a while. And then when we decided to buy, we came on over here to be a part of the North Shore Club. And um, and so we have two dogs, Penny and Duke. And if what you, kind of dogs are they? Okay, so they're both rescues. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And they're both mixes. So they're a, a mutt of all kinds of sorts, but mostly Chihuahua and Terrier. So lots of love, lots of barking. If you're ever on a phone call with me, Duke is definitely going to let you know that he is the boss. Um, he's the boss of the house for sure, uh, even though I like to think I'm the boss. He's well, that's absolutely awesome. the boss. And how yeah. long have you been married? So we've been married for four years. We've okay. been together for eight years, actually, as of this week. And um, we've been married for four. And what's his name? Christopher. Christopher. Chris Price. All right. Yeah. We got to give a, a huge yes. shout out to Christopher. And I, I know that, you know, working the weekends and stuff like that, it, you know, the spouse is, plays a, a, a huge role. I know my wife does Absolutely. in what I do. And so they, um, you know, I'm sure he's been super supportive Absolutely. Of, uh, of you. So we're grateful to you, Christopher. Very grateful. Thank um, you, honey. Yeah. You know how much I love you <laughs> and your support. Yes. Um, and so t- when, tell me a little bit about, you know, You've, how long have you been in uh, the event planning business? Yeah, so we opened Amanda Price Events back in 2016. Okay. So this year we'll have our five-year anniversary. But I started planning and producing events back in 20, um, 2010. Okay. So right out of college when I didn't get into med school for the first year, um, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. And I actually started planning and producing dance competitions around the United States. So a good friend of mine owned a dance competition, and I was a competitive dancer growing up. Mm -hmm. And 
um, at the time I just was like, oh, this will be easy. You know, yeah. I know dancing. So if I jump into this, then it'll be a really easy transition. And that's really what inspired me and made me feel like understand that I really loved planning yeah. um, and had me start to transfer that journey out of thinking I was going to be a doctor into exploring other opportunities. So I've been planning events. Um, so I guess now we're, we're approaching 11 years since 2010 was wow. 11 years ago. And I want to, and I want to <laughs> say, you know, even five years is a huge deal yeah. to, to own your own business. You know, I know that uh, I've owned, had the pleasure of owning a few different companies and and, you know, I forget exactly what the percentages are, you know, but yeah. owning a business is, you know, it's, it's got a lot of challenges. It does, especially and, during a pandemic. Exactly. <laughs> especially during a pandemic. And so, uh, since you brought up the pandemic, I want to say, you know, and I, I'll speak on behalf of the, the many vendors in our, you know, in our New Orleans, uh, market, when I say that we are truly grateful uh, for you spearheading the, you know, the information updates on our COVID-19 restrictions and updates. And I know that you've been uh, posting just literally regularly for throughout this whole time, you know, of super valuable information. And, and so thank you for doing that and spearheading that. But Absolutely. what, what inspired you to kind of really get involved with that and provide the updates and because it's 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 a lot of work and you know you're investigating <laughs> and researching and whatever so tell me a little bit about that yeah that's a great question so really in the first few weeks of the pandemic i think most of us thought that of course this was going to end soon or that we were going to get some guidance from local or national authorities as to what we were supposed to do okay. as event professionals mm -hmm. right and so we were sitting back and kind of waiting we were playing this waiting game and I was um, talking to various vendors around the city and they'd be like, hey, we're trying to get in touch with so-and-so or the mayor or this person or that person. And, um, you know, we haven't had any luck. And so I kind of sat back and, you know, I was like, okay, well, let me know when you, if you need me, you know, I'll be here, I can help. Um, and a, about, you know, two weeks before the restrictions were about to be lifted or so we thought in May, um, I was on a phone call um, with a friend of mine who mm -hmm. works for NACE and she said, you know, we just got approached by a, um, a venue owner and a restaurant owner, um, and they are part of the Resilient Louisiana Commission, okay. and they are working on the state guidelines, and they forgot about event professionals. Wow. And we were like, I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> they forgot about us? Um, so they asked me to join their group um, mm -hmm. of the five of them, and so there was five of us that um, sat on calls and did it at the state level. And on one of those calls, um, a good friend of mine, um, so on one of those calls, I found out that a good friend of my cousin's, who mm -hmm. I've known for a very long time, actually works for the city of New Orleans now. He had just transferred and become a part of Mayor Cantrell's administration right before COVID. Oh, wow. um, and so I reached out to him and I said, hey, you know, how can I be of service? Like, can I help? And he was like, why don't you join these weekly calls? At that time, we were doing calls three times a week um, with you know his department in the city of New Orleans with various business owners and it sort of just took off from there yeah so it was really um, you know not necessarily intended or planned but at my core you know you kind of hit on it earlier when you said like I'm a go-getter mm -hmm. at my core it was finding something and a way to help and finding um, solutions to the problems that I knew we were going to be facing as event professionals in the future. Yeah. It was in me to sort of search out and figure out how I could help. And so even though it has been a lot of time and energy, a lot of time and energy, um, it, it also sort of soothes the nerves. Mm -hmm. You know, it gives me, you know, something to the research and figuring it out. And also 
having a biology background, I'm very interested in the way that the you know virus is yeah. works and spreads, and so it kind of all just married itself and wow. was natural. So I, I you know didn't really it wasn't really a pre planned thing, yeah. um, <laughs> but here we are, kind of a you know you know certain people, and and then you get put into the situation, and I you know I'm very grateful. You know, thank you so much for um, you know the kind words you said about that, and you know I'm grateful to be the person. Um, that has been on that side and, and provide that information because I know it is valuable. And, and, and Amanda, tell us, you know, where where are we? Because a lot of people, you know, this is going to be, uh, can add some value to a lot yeah. of people out there in our industry. Can you tell, where are we at right now? Yeah, the great question. Everybody loves this question. Where are we today and then where are we going? Yes. So um, all I can say from, you know, what we know on our calls and everything, and I just like to put this out there from the beginning is, Anything that we discuss weekly now, because now we're down to once a week on our phone calls, um, is always information that is in the works and mm -hmm. is planning. Okay. Um, but it always has to still go to the mayor's office or whoever's office to be solidified. So anything that you know I'm saying may necessarily like may not actually come true because it hasn't been passed through her yet. So there's always that time of here's what they're planning, but mm -hmm. then she may make you know any sort of adjustment. So I gotcha. like to put that out there that it's you know not gospel. Um, but it does come directly from the source. So right now where we are is um, as of you know Wednesday of this week, um, right after Mardi Gras, the mayor um, did reopen indoor bars at 25% capacity. Okay. So now they can go inside and drink because they've been below that 5% threshold um, of uh, activity for the last two weeks. So that is a state guideline. So they have allowed that now. Um, and they are waiting on reopening gathering sizes. Um, so right now we're going to hold for at least another three weeks okay. um, at 10 people indoors and 25 people outdoors in the city of New Orleans. That's good information. Yeah. So, and then in the future, you know, truthfully what they're worried about at the moment is they're worried about the new variant being here and the fact that we did just have Mardi Gras. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they are pretty confident that the actions that they took and the enforcement they took will stop the potential spread of the new variant. Mm -hmm. um, but there is a, a possibility. So right now the health department believes that, you know, holding the three weeks without any um, further opening of restrictions on um, gatherings will, you know, help that not spread. And so therefore in the middle of March, we'll be able to move back towards reopening. So fingers crossed, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're all hoping for that good news. So I want this, you know, I, I really want this podcast to always be uplifting. Yeah. I want it to be encouraging. Um, and I want it to be real, raw, and just in, in relevant information. And so the, 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 the real thing out there is that our industry has taken such a, match, uh, a massive hit. And, you know, New Orleans is, is just a really special place for the hospitality industry. There's so many phenomenal vendors out there, and a lot of them have been hurting absolutely, really bad. And I talk to people and business owners all the time, um, just checking in with them, asking them if they need anything. And I myself have gone through, you know, just the, the ups and downs right. and just, you know, trying to, trying to figure things out. So I want, again encouragement <laughs> what is something that um you know that that you have maybe overcome during this time or you know any takeaways or anything 
that you have uh, any opportunities that you've taken advantage of or just anything during this time, this time period, this difficult time that you've been able to implement in, you know, your life personally or professionally? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I think there's a couple things. I mean, you know, at the very beginning, I think what COVID gave a lot of us was an opportunity to take time for our businesses, mm-hmm. um, revamp, you know, any sort of policies, procedures, contracts, um, you know, not just COVID related, but any related, you know, I was able to redo all of my onboarding procedures and change um, from one system to another. And, mm-hmm. and I had all this time in my hands that, you know, of course, in the middle of a normal season, I wouldn't have had and I would have probably continued to procrastinate and not right. make that step in advancement. So that was really great. Um, and so we continue to have spurts, I think, of that, of, you know, that self uh, or that growth in your business to be able to take those opportunities with the downtime. Um, personally, I would say that there was a time that I was very engrossed in, especially as a business owner, as the owner of the business in a wedding business that mm-hmm. is such a hands-on and personal business. Yeah. I was very engrossed in like, committed to immediate response, immediate gratification. Um, And I had to learn that that was just not going to be the case anymore. Um, You know, once COVID hit, it was like I didn't have the opportunity and there wasn't enough time of the day to answer everyone's questions immediately. Right. To give them, you know, a solution to their problem immediately. Um, And that as a planner is a very different thing to experience. Right. We're not used to saying we don't know. We don't know what the next few weeks look like. We don't know what the next month looks like. You know, right. we um, are not used to saying we can't respond to you and figure this out, you know, in the next X amount of days. You know, we really had to learn how to be patient. Mm-hmm. So that was really good for me, I think. Um, you know, I learned that I could, like, take some time and breathe. And, you know, I had to. I, you know, just right. like everyone else with mm-hmm. COVID, you have to take some time to just mentally, you know, take some self-care time and things like that. Um but the other go- good. the other interesting thing as a planner that we've learned is how to do things on a much shorter time span. Hmm. That's so interesting. you have, you know, all these things that keep changing, right? Mm-hmm. Like one minute your restrictions are one thing, the next minute there's something else. Right. You know, I know for my clients right now, we're not planning, you know, in my June clients, we're not planning right now to do things a certain way. We're it's on hold. Right. Because things today might change for things, you know, in four months. And so that's also very abnormal. Typically, we're, you know, planning, 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 planning. Mm-hmm. And then 30 days out, we're just like, okay, we're just tying up loose ends. Correct. Whereas right now, that hasn't been the case. We've seen a lot of hmm. things happening closer to the deadlines, right? Like maybe two weeks out, we're finalizing certain floor plans, whereas we wouldn't normally do that. But because of all the changes we're experiencing mm-hmm. so frequently. So that's been interesting as well. I think everybody's flexibility has had to been stretched. Right. Um, and so I think that has been great for the vendor community. And I think we've all really supported each other. So I think that has been Absolutely. a positive as well. You know, the amount of people, uh, the amount of various vendors that I've met through this just because we are now connecting on, you know, this level mm-hmm. of where we are in our businesses, um, you know, as you never want to connect over something like this because, of course, it's, you know, not an exciting thing to connect over. Right. But it's been really wonderful to have those relationships and have those people mm. now, you know, these new relationships and this new camaraderie and this new just level of support that I personally feel like is really necessary to any community. Wow. So if I'm hearing, if I'm hearing you correctly, uh, a few things that, you, you know, again, some, some things that you, some positive things that you've taken away from this. Number number one is uh, you've learned to be more flexible. Definitely. Okay. 
uh, number two, you've learned to um, uh, to to really build a new relationships in a new and a support system as well. Absolutely. Uh, so you've been able to you know uh, have relationships that you would not have normally had. Definitely. So that's incredible right there. I think the flexibility. I think that that's incredible. And then also uh, another thing is the the opportunity to take a a closer look, a deeper dive into your systems, processes, Definitely. your organization. So, um, and then also, this is a huge one right here of taking care of yourself yeah. and having a little bit more personal time, having a little bit more time of taking care of you, yep. being with your husband, being more present. Absolutely. Um, and so I think that those are hopefully things that we can all take away from during this time because, you know, we have to, you know, we have to during this time, you know, dig deep and look for the opportunities and the things in our lives that, that we could learn and, and pull from during this time. Uh, and so if there's anybody that is out there, again, right now, I, I know things are still a little bit out there, but focus on building a support system, building those relationships, focus on, you know, building uh, newer, update your, your systems, your processes, um, enjoy the time, enjoy the weekends right yeah, now with exactly. your family. <laughs> you know, like this we is, keep joking. They're like, we're not going to have weekends for another few years once this opens. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, so many of us and so many vendors, we are just literally, you know, when my wife gets off work on Friday, she's like, oh my goodness, thank God it's Friday. Right. I'm done. And I'm like, when Friday hits, See I'm you like, later. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, it's Friday. You know, yeah. I, it, it, my war, my real life is really just beginning. Right, you know, it's just starting. And so, um, so it has been kind of nice to have some weekends uh, to you know to to ourselves. It has been. Um, Sometimes it's weird. I'm like, am I really home on another Saturday? And then I'm like, okay, what can I get done today? Let me, you know, I know. seize this opportunity because, like you said, I'm getting used to being home uh -oh. on, on Saturdays. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like it. I, I, I really do. Um, what advice can you give to newly engaged couples right now that are just uh, at the beginning stages of planning their wedding? Great question. So I think, especially during this COVID time, you know, there's a couple things to think about. One is that. We are seeing people plan a lot further ahead mm -hmm. because of all the moves and all of, you know, the continuous moves, really, that we're continuing to see. People are booked, right? They're booked for the fall much earlier than they normally would have been. They're booked for spring of 2022 much earlier than they would have been because um, right. we're accommodating all of these couples who had to postpone. So, you know, start planning. Um, I get calls all the time from people when we're, you know, going through our um, consultation calls and they'll say, well, you know, I know we're, you know, not getting married for like another 12 months, but, you know, I don't think we need to do that yet. And I'm like, well, in normal times, mm -hmm. you probably don't. Right. But because we're in COVID times, you really need to start capturing those opportunities and, you know, start looking That's into good. vendors, mm -hmm. you know, start your um, venue search and get your date down and then and start, you know, booking those uh, core vendors that you need to book. Um, and then the other thing that I would say is, you know, I think it's a healthy time now to start thinking about you know, what truly does this mean to you and what are your make or break points? Um, because as we're still in this level of flux that we don't know what's going to happen right. in the future, um, you know, think about, you know, do 
is it really important to me to get married on this actual date? Is it really important to me to have 200 guests? Is it really important to me to be at this specific venue? Um, you know, what are those make or breaks and, and what truly is important to you so that as you are going along this process, That's good. you know, if this does yeah. happen and this continues, that you've already started to think about that. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, myself included, you know, did not expect for us to be at a year mm-hmm. approaching a year and still be with these heavy restrictions. Yeah. And so I know a lot of the couples that we booked last year in the beginning of the pandemic, even though they knew it was a thing and potentially happened to them, could potentially happen to them. They weren't necessarily prepared for that to happen to them. Right. Yeah. They hadn't really started to work on that emotionally and think about their what ifs. Mm-hmm. So I think if you go into planning now and you already start to have that sort of thought in mind about, okay, if this did happen, you know, how would that look like to me? What would that feel like to me? Um, and just start thinking about that. And that can really, you know, also help you decide what's really important for you, mm-hmm. which is really very valuable in planning. Awesome. And what advice can you give to um, to other planners that may be new in the industry or just getting going? Uh, what would you, what advice could you give to them? So I think that in any business Mm -hmm. especially in this business because we are a business that's so focused or an industry that's so focused on literally relationships i mean that's what our you know whole um business is so uh, our whole industry is circled around yeah um you know is start building those relationships right start um talking to your vendors in your community see what you know needs that they have that aren't being met in terms of you know one of the things that i hear a lot as a planner is you know, you're really organized or your timelines are really, you know, great or, you know, various things or you're really easy to work with on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so figure out what in those vendors' minds, like what do they need for their support? Um, you know, how can we support them? Because at the end of the day, that, you know, we're just like a contractor in a sense of, you know, we're pulling all of you guys together and, and want to give you the best opportunity that you can to do your work. So how can we That's support good. you? So, mm-hmm. you know, start talking to those vendors, um, build those relationships, um, and, you know, really understand what their needs are and how you can support them. Um, and then the other side of that is, you know, get to know your planners. We're here. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that, like, I truly believe that, you know, if we're all in this together mm-hmm. and that we should be, you know, communicating and, um, you know, helping to figure out what's best for one another, what's best for the city. And so, you know, come talk to your planners, reach out to us. You know, we're happy to sit down and have coffee and teach you lessons learned and, um, you know, things that we see and all that good stuff. That's awesome. Um, I want to um, just kind of close up with um, a couple things. One is I want to encourage those that are in our industry that may be having a difficult time, hang in there. Things are going to come back, and they're going to come back <laughs> with stronger a vengeance. Yeah. than ever. <laughs> they are going to come okay? back with a vengeance. And I'm telling you, when it yes. when it happens, it's just it's going to be a thing of beauty. It's going to be yes. incredible. And so hang in there. Absolutely. Focus on using this time right now to uh, to do those things that you said. Look for opportunities to work on your business. Focus on building those relationships. Uh, focus on enjoying this this time that Absolutely. you know with with your family and friends, and uh, and just hang in there because it's going to get better, and I'm a thousand percent confident of that. So and embrace the down days. Embrace I mean, the that's, down days. That's something I had to learn. Like embrace the days that you're just like not mm-hmm. feeling 
yourself and you just don't want to work or you just don't have the energy to do things. I mean, we're living in a pandemic. We're living almost a year in a pandemic. And so yeah. embrace those times. And it's OK. It's OK if you have a day that you just are like, I'm not working today. I'm supposed to be, but I'm not doing it. That's you know, awesome. I mean, unless you work for Rob, I don't know if you're your sub, your own business that you can do that. <laughs> if you work for Rob, you might That's not awesome. be able to just take the day off. I don't know. <laughs> that might be I, bad hey, advice. I've been flexible. We've been flexible. <laughs> no, I didn't, right? I didn't mean like that in a bad way. I just meant, you know, if you have an employer, I don't, uh, you check, you know, their schedule first to know if that's, that's okay. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you. So if somebody needs to, uh, wants to ask you questions or yeah. if there's a, a newly engaged couple or another vendor or just anybody in the in industry that wants even updates on things, yeah. where, how can they get in touch with you? So you should just shoot me an email. Okay. My email address is hello at amandapriceevents.com. Okay. And, um, or you could, you know, use my contact form on my website, which is amandapriceevents.com. But, yeah, shoot me an email, okay. and um, we can absolutely connect. I'm an open book, so happy to answer any questions, whether it's, you know, regular business-related or um, if you want to have coffee because you're bored or you want to talk shop or you want to talk about dogs. I love my dogs. Uh, I will show you a lot of pictures. So I love it. <laughs> you I know, love it. Yeah, shoot me an email. Well, thank you so much for your willingness to come absolutely. on our show. Thanks for having we me. We appreciate it. This has been fun. It's been, it's been, been a little – you know, I, I wasn't sure. This is literally – my second time Yay. ever doing this first time with a with a guest and so we're excited to uh to have you here and we're fired up uh just about the opportunity for again the hospitality collection podcast and what we're doing as a company what we're tr we're lifting up our local vendors yeah and we want to add value to um to you guys to promote you guys to also get to know you you know get to know you guys at a, at a deeper level uh people out there get to know you know get to know you guys at a deeper level um and and also it was great to hear your story because anytime that you get a chance to have like a one-on-one -on -one like this there's things that I learned about you, you know, especially the schooling, the biology, yeah. <laughs> you know, I never, I never knew that. Yeah. And so it's really fun for me to just, you know, everybody has a journey. Everybody Absolutely. has their own, you know, it's always interesting to me to, of how people got to this point today and what led them, you know, there's certain events in their lives and just certain things that, you know, it's really, really interesting to hear people's stories. And, uh, and so that is something that I personally enjoy. So thank yeah, you for sharing for listening. and, uh, y'all have a great day. I want you to, um, also, uh, if you would like to be a guest on the show, uh, go to the hospitality .com, Just submit the form, uh, below. If you would like us to, uh, advertise your business, uh, on the, on this podcast, uh, we will uh, do that as well. You could do the same thing. Just shoot us, uh, go to that submission form. And then lastly, we want you to go to uh, our YouTube channel, subscribe, and then also we are on every, uh, just about every single uh, audio podcast, you know, platform there is. So nice. Spotify and uh, Apple and uh, Google, everything. So we're, uh, we're everywhere. So go, whatever platform that you utilize, go search The Hospitality Collection Podcast, uh, like us, share it, and... Um, and I uh, hope that you guys will come back and uh, listen to our next episode. We got an exciting guest coming next week. Uh, so we'll hopefully be uh, just getting going on a, a good uh, you know, weekly schedule here. So we got a lot of great things to, uh, to bring to you guys. So thank you so much for being with us and have a great day.